What's up, everyone? This is Hannah with the Healthy Charleston Podcast. I am a physical therapist here in Charleston, and I am the new host of this podcast. This podcast is meant to give you the correct health and fitness information, along with spreading awareness of all of the different health and fitness professionals here in Charleston. I love being able to use this podcast as a way to meet all of those around me that are trying to make the world a better place. And my mission as a PT is to educate people and to empower them to take ownership and control of their health. This is season three of the podcast. You can find us on Instagram at Healthy Charleston. Otherwise, thank you so much for listening. Enjoy the show. You. Thanks so much for listening to the show. This podcast is sponsored by Made to Move Physical Therapy, and we believe that movement is medicine. If you have been dealing with pain that's preventing you from doing what you love, and if you're looking for a healthcare provider to help you meet your goals, then go to madetomovept.com slash contact us. That two is the number two. Fill out the form and reference the Healthy Charleston podcast. Listeners get 10% off their first session. On today's show, we have Betsy Jonas, General Manager of CrossFit Sacred Pine, and Scott Jonas, y'all may know him as Jonas, the future mayor of Somerville. So we got the whole story behind Betsy and Scott and what brought them together and what brought them to Sacred Pine. We talk about parenting, fitness, injuries, marriage, and what makes CrossFit Sacred Pine different. And of course, we talk about the story behind Jonas, and we get some deep, dark, secrets about Betsy. I had a great time catching up with Betsy and Scott, and I love the community and culture of CrossFit Sacred Pine. If you're in the CrossFit scene in Charleston, you probably came to the Sacred Pine Invitational. It was super fun, very well run, and it was an awesome way to get the Charleston CrossFit community together. Stay tuned for details about this year's competition and enjoy the show. Okay, everyone, we have a very special episode today. Welcome back to the Healthy Charleston Podcast. This is your host, Hannah Briel, and I am with Betsy Jonas, GM of Sacred Pine, and Scott Jonas, future mayor of Somerville. I believe Jonas is here in this room somewhere, and I am here to get the, all the dirt, all the secrets, all the story behind <laughs> Betsy and Scott. So welcome. Thanks Thank for having you. us. Very excited to learn more about y'all. Can we start with what has your life looked like in the past year and how has it changed? How has your roles changed at Sacred Pine recently? Um, for me, my role hasn't changed a ton. I've been um, sort of running Sacred Pine in a GM capacity for over two years now. Um, of course, the only difference was when Matt left in May. February? Was it May? <laughs> no, it was earlier. Was it earlier? Yeah. It was earlier. April. Yeah, to, to go March, back to full time ministry. Yeah. Right, and so um, from a day to day perspective, my life really hasn't changed much. Um, but there were some things that, from a business perspective, that I started to handle with him not being here. But um, really, that's the only major change for me. And then what about you? Oh, geez. Where do you start? <laughs> uh, no, I think part of it is, so 
Matt had his third child in January, mm-hmm. so he's like, hey, can you do the Winter Classic for us, which is our in-house competition, and um, just run it. Here, here you go. Here's a notebook. I'm oh like, my gosh. yeah, I got it. No problem. <laughs> Here are the dates. Just do I got, it. I've been around the community long enough. I've been to enough competitions long enough. I, uh, you know, sought out some wise counsel in, in the community and, and did it and loved it. It was fun. And so then they kind of said, well, you did really good with that. So here, take on the Invitational. And that thing blew up to 150 athletes, 500 people yeah, here for huge. the day. And it was just a really, really fun day. Like a lot of people described it as a competition festival, yeah. like a CrossFit festival more than a CrossFit competition, which was just what, what Sacred Pine's about. Mm-hmm. So I kind of love that. It was kind of fun to do. But outside of that, like supporting Betsy, I think more from a business capacity because I've been able been part of running small businesses, been in the business world and just been able to be, you know, her in her ear about not day-to-day stuff because I couldn't do what she does, but more of, hey, did you think about this from a P&L perspective or you think about this from a long-term business, you know, uh, perspective, that kind of stuff outside of that, you know, and I, and I think I was kind of doing that with Matt mm-hmm. before Betsy was engaged anyway. So that didn't change. Just now I had someone that, that um, I had a chance to talk to every night and whatever it was, or a glass of wine, or now bourbon, she, or, now she had to listen to me exactly. for some she, reason, right? she doesn't have a choice. Right. <laughs> you're just always there. Right. right. So you do all the fun stuff, Betsy, and then you do, like, you said P&L, and I was like, oh, God, mm-hmm. like, you do that stuff. Like, I don't mind it. Like, I like yeah. it. Like It's a good duo. It's but, a necessary yes. evil, right, yeah. uh, as part of it, but yeah. I but, feel like we make a really good team, though. I, you know, I have the fitness background, the medical background. Scott is so unfit. The, You're right. The day-to-day stuff, right? <laughs> and I am the quintessential organizer and, like, mother yeah. of this whole group, yeah. right? Scott just helps me look like a little bigger picture. Did you all watch Game of Thrones? <laughs> so, no, I did. I but, she, so, but, no, she would be, like, the... Mother the, of Dragons. Correct, yeah. And you're Tyrion. Correct. Right, right. 100%. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's funny you talk about. You, I know you're teasing about me being fit, but like when we first started CrossFit, this like uh, you know at, you were probably eleven like years in, ago, like in high school or something no, like that. Wait. No, wait, come on. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. So, so we started. Oh, Betsy was really fit. She was an all American, all American athlete in college. Like I'm her biggest cheerleader. So like mm-hmm. a lot of people don't know that. Know we talk about it, whatever. Yeah. And so. She was really fit. She started CrossFit. It was like, yeah, I can do this stuff and and be pretty badass at it. I was huge overweight and so what really? You didn't know that? No. What? No, I haven't seen Fat Scott pictures. No. Are we going to normalize that right now? No, I no. We we, and look, I'm okay to say that. Like, you can make fun of somebody that was fat. I was over 280 pounds, and yeah, I was obese. Like when I I had. Lauren, he gained more weight than I did. Yeah. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. He wanted to see what it felt like to be I did. Maybe exactly so. Was. I was like, <laughs> what is it like to eat five pizzas and then one sit right? I can't no, imagine. No so I'm going to figure it out. <laughs> so I started, and really, we can backtrack in a second because I had a back injury, uh, you know, a month in. After the first year, like my goal was to beat Betsy in 10 wads in the whole year. Like, she would get so pissed off at me because she worked out in the morning, I worked out at night, and I knew her times or her score. So, mm-hmm. it was, like, better for me to beat her by, like, 50 reps than beat her by one because I would come home and she'd be like, so what'd you do? 
Mm-hmm. But like, I got a 352, you had a 351, sorry. Like, she would, like, get mad at me, but I wouldn't even put my score on the on the whiteboard. At that time, we we just wrote our own scores, right? Yeah, like, we didn't I remember have those days. So, I would put Beat Betsy. Like, I didn't put That's my score, it was Beat Betsy, yeah. <laughs> Did you end up getting all ten? I don't even know. I mean, like... Right, isn't that terrible? Yeah. But of course, I'm sure I did. Right, no, sure kidding. <laughs> so, you were All-American in college. I was. For... Swimming. Okay, I guess mm-hmm. I probably should have guessed that with all of your kids. Yeah. Where did you go to college? Uh, University of Vermont. Okay, so how did y'all end up here? My Scott's job. job. Okay. Yeah, my job took me down here. We moved down to Raleigh, North Carolina in 2000 for her job, mm-hmm. and then in 06... My company was like, hey, if you want to run some things down here, you got to be here. Mm. So come down here. And so we moved down here, right? It was 06? Yeah. 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 And With so. Our kids were one and two. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. That oh, was interesting. Crazy. From Vermont? No, no we were in Raleigh. Okay. Yeah. We went from Vermont we to We met Ohio. in Vermont. Yeah, correct. Okay. Yeah. So before all this happened, y'all met. Can you tell me that story? How did Betsy and Scott meet? So, um,. UVM has, it's, it's a beautiful town. It's in Burlington, Vermont, Mm -hmm. and it has lots of big, huge Victorian homes that people will buy and then rent out to college students. Right. So I lived in one of these houses with seven guys and a friend of mine. I think I know what those are called. (laughs) (laughs) Wait a minute. (laughs) And they happen to be. One Friends of, yeah, some of them were swimmers, but um, this some of these guys were in Scott's group of friends, and one night he came over to hang out with his friends, and we hung out, and that was it. And we, we had, I was, we had our first kiss the first night we met. Okay, there out. you go. Yeah, we so got to like, like that. Yeah, like that, oh, that wasn't over. Oh, what was we, there wasn't one other girl that lived in the house. <gasps> yeah. Right, mm-hmm. and her boyfriend had some motorcycles. Yes. I remember we were outside and we kissed over the motorcycle. And I'm like, I better knock this. If I knock this thing over, I'm gonna get my ass kicked here by some guys <laughs> upstairs. Like so, and it was just we just stayed. Yeah, you know, that was her. Can I say it? Your first senior year, right? Oh, <laughs> what happened? So then she, you, you well, she was a Division One athlete, right? Okay. Like you, you, big commitment, and you changed major a little bit, right? Yeah. Like so and things yeah. Yeah. So, so I took an extra year. It's not a, it I worked out you well. Derailed her. No, it, it, I probably did, but uh, it worked out well that we had two years of college and dating and being together and, and being in, in a social environment and having fun and things like that. And then yeah. we moved. We moved. Uh, we moved Ohio. in with your parents for mm-hmm. a little bit, and then we, we graduated. And then we moved. Uh, got our own place, and you know. Here we are. And then here yeah. we are. 27 something years later. And yeah. A 17 year old and a six year old. and Oh uh, my gosh. Right. Why? Why right. did you, why do you have kids so close in age? I don't know. Okay, that, that was not purposeful. Yeah. I'm like, wait, Je- yeah. how, how old? 17, they're 16? Yeah, they're 18 months, months apart. apart. Right. Oh, so, okay. yeah. So yeah. it was like, oops. Oops. Yeah. <laughs> so, but great oops. I mean, yeah. Well, yeah, of course. <laughs> but, but like, wow. Yeah, but, like, they all get their license at the same time. They all go to prom. They all go to college. Do they college. both? Well, so Lauren cheers. cheers. Right. Does she also swim? No. Okay. No. So that Just is Jack. Yeah. But he's really into it, right? Very. Yeah. I mean, yes. I imagine your kids are very athletic. 
That you know what? Yeah. It's been fun to see because the last couple of years, like Jack and Lauren have both come in to Sacred Pine to, to have some fun. In fact, we were talking about the in-house one of his uh, friends who comes into Sacred Pine too for either personal training or um, doing some mods. Sometimes I was like, you and Madeline should do the so the in-house together. Like it'd be really fun to do the winter class. He's like, that's not a bad idea, man. I'll ask her if we could do that. And they're good yeah. friends, and it's fun to see. But. It's like, I think from uh, having someone that was a, a Division One athlete to having someone that, I, like I was on the beer drinking team, maybe like as a Division <laughs> One athlete, but like, but even being athletic, I kind of felt like, and we both share this philosophy of not like shoving a sport down our yeah. pit's throat. Like we almost didn't want Jack to go into swimming. Mm -hmm. We both swam. I swam actually growing through high school and um, we were both like, you know, if he stumbles into it, great. When he did summer swim in Charleston, and then I was like, I'm going to try year-round. He was eight. We're like, He hey. loved it. Yeah, and he the last summer meet he swam, he's like, you know, I can do this all the time, right? And Why I was like, oh, oh, I know. no. And I kept saying, I don't think we're going to be good swim parents because we're too close to the sport. Mm. It's been awesome. It yeah. is. It's so awesome. But for both of them, it's been fun to see, like, them just watching you and and myself just even with nutrition and even mm -hmm. with fitness and like Jack going hey dad so I'm sure beets. He, yeah <laughs> I he's heard like beets are really good for you beets are really good they're just right. really good so he's like so he I don't know this kid doesn't them. touch Let's any vegetables he's like can you make some roast some beets for me I'm like yeah and he comes home he's like making rice and chicken and, and like he's like watching his, counting his macros now. and he's like yeah. is this is he 17 he's, he's a 16 year old he's a 16 year old yeah. wow he's, a 16 year old boy is doing this he's going to the gym a couple like and, and like yeah, we never said like you gotta do that if you wanna yeah. be a better swimmer like you wanna go to college swimming you better step up your game like no it just it, happened naturally right cause y'all do y'all well he um we, he had some recruiters reach out to him mm. this summer and he kept saying, I would like to swim in college, but I don't know if I'm good enough. I'm probably not good enough. You know, you can look up, like, these are the times that you need to swim Division mm -hmm. One, Division Two, whatever. And he's like, oh, I'll probably never be good enough. Well, then they started reaching out to him this summer, and the recruiters are like, you're a recruiter's dream right now. And I think it just kind of, something sparked in him, like, oh, like I Maybe I can this. do this. Yeah. Yeah. And he they have a new coach for their year round team and he's um, you know, a young man who has a lot of experience obviously and he's really cultivating this group of boys and they're all about Jack's age, but he just has a really good way of like you guys can go somewhere with mm -hmm. this. It takes a lot of discipline. Yeah. You know, it's not just coming in every day and swimming it's what you do outside mm -hmm. of the pool your schoolwork your nutrition your sleep mm -hmm. but I love that he's talking to them about that because even when I swam 30 years ago we would eat like chocolate donuts before me because mm -hmm. we didn't know yeah. how important that was right so to see him take that on on his own I love it oh yeah it will take a lot of pressure off you. You don't have to like stress. Oh that. yeah, it does, but it's like you know. It. I think you guys probably do this, right? You, you and Elliot, as you guys have started your career, right, in, in physical therapy and and helping people, that you surround yourself with people 
that are smarter than you or know more about a topic than you and you learn from them. And, you know, as a 16, 17 year old, you, they're not going to think to do that. But I think if you put them in that position Mm -hmm. to do that, it's good. Right. Like, like the coach's email today was like, he was talking to him like an adult, like, Hey, we're going to Augusta for a swim meet. Um, it's prelims finals, meaning you swim in the morning. If you make the final cut, you you know, you're top 20 or whatever you're swimming at night. Just because it's a Sunday night and you got to drive three hours back does not mean that you scratch for finals on Sunday. Guess what? You know you have school on Monday. Prepare mm-hmm. accordingly. Yeah. Today is Wednesday. Yeah. Get your, figure it out. Talk to your teachers. Figure, like so, he's te- talking to them like an adult. Mm-hmm. And, and to your point, I'm like, sweet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the able has to say that to right. Jack mm-hmm. and say, hey, dude, you got school. We're, no, we're staying. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's some relief to do that. But well, yeah. and he like you said, kind of got that spark and he realized that he has potential and now he has a lot of control over that potential. And so, yeah, you have what it takes when it comes to talent, but do you have what it takes when it comes to the hard work and the discipline and like, it's, it's okay if you don't, but they get to decide. Right. And now he's, it's almost like he's trying those things out and deciding Mm -hmm. like, do I want my college to be like Mm -hmm. this? Do I want to dedicate myself to being a healthy athlete but I remember I play, I mean, I stopped playing sports in high school. They asked me to. <laughs> but I started volleyball when I was like fifth or sixth grade. And the tournaments were like the worst food that I had eaten all mm-hmm. week. Sure. And like those, it was like frosted flakes, but like covered in chocolate and butterscotch. And we would like go play a volleyball game. And then I would go get like seven of them. And then I'd go play a volleyball. I mean, it was great for like quick sugar. Right. But I never thought once about fueling my body and sleep and all that. I just, I just played. Right. Well, I think there's so much out there now. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. It's, I kind of, I, I'm not a good coach. I don't coach at Sacred Pine and there's a reason for that. Like we joke around about that, but like I could be, like I could help people like with, with different things, but an overall perspective, like, I'm glad I have people in Jack's life that help coach him. And Lauren, when she was in gymnastics, like, she was 30 hours at the gym, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and, and being around other kids and other coaches that were really good. I mean, you know, one of our friends, you know, Tala, she was, she mm-hmm. coached Lauren. She was around her all the time. But getting people around that that are passionate about a sport or passionate about helping people, right, I think in the – it kind of relates to CrossFit. It relates mm-hmm. to – the fitness world, it relates to the nutrition world. Like, if you don't have people that are passionate about it around you that you want to learn from, and and that's what I think we just got to keep on doing as a parent, right? Like, is setting them up for that to be there. Even as he chooses a college, I kind of feel like I want to be part of that process to make sure he's choosing the right coach when he goes. Because mm-hmm. he might go to a school just for, for swimming. It's education, but like that, he might mm-hmm. choose a school because of that, you know? Yeah, it really is. It's the right people. And people, like, put yourself around the people that are, doing things that you wish you were doing or that had, you know, careers or lifestyles that you wish you had where you'll just start to do things exactly mm-hmm. like them. And yeah. it's, it can thing. be really good and it also could be dangerous. Yeah, you picked the wrong sure. people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's no bueno. Yeah. So can you tell me your story with Sacred Pine? You know, when were you introduced to Sacred Pine? How did that blossom to where we are today? Um, so we were at CrossFit Somerville. Mm-hmm. Um, way back in the day, like the on, second on CrossFit in the Low Country, I think. right? Was yeah. Integrity yeah. the first one? No, no. CrossFit uh, Low Con- 
Low um, Country or Palmetto or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, one I of those that, was. Yeah. But so I joined uh, Somerville in 2000. Like 2011. 12, 11. Anyway. Yeah. Is that matter. your first, was that your first CrossFit gym? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And they closed in like January of 2017 or 18. 17. I think this, we're, we're, I think we've we're going been on here four, four years yeah. in December. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. Okay. Anyway, long story short, um, one of our members at Somerville was a neighbor of Matt's. Mm. And when we knew Somerville was closing, he came and he said, You guys should come. It's a very small gym, but, you know, it's teeny tiny in the back of this building. But Where you guys should it? come. Two doors down. Okay, I remember yeah. that location. Yeah. And so I think you text Matt and said, "Hey, we'd love to drop in." It was like December. It was he, cold. It was dark. He said, "Come by and let's talk." So yeah. surprise, surprise, Matt and I together in a room. <laughs> oh, like yes. two hours later. Right. Best friends. Uh, yeah, you know everything there talking. is. But he he Somerville was like it was also like a roller coaster ride when Somerville was closing because they were like, "Let's close, no, mm-hmm. let's sell, let's close, let's sell," yeah. and then they sold to somebody else. From Columbia. Mm-hmm. Um, that wasn't around very uh, long. But. Yeah, I forget the name of the gym. But we came over, we spent time with Matt. Like, it was crazy because he had a, over 100 members and he was under the radar. Like, I never even heard of him. I saw right. t- uh, Amanda, who has coached and is, is a backup coach now, but she used to be a full time coach. Um, and Laura, who's another member at. Um, it was the competition we did at, in Park Circle, uh, North Charleston. Put it oh, on. yeah, the fall brawl. Yeah. <laughs> and and yeah. so we saw them, like, who the heck is CrossFit Sacred Time? Like, never even heard of them. Mm-hmm. Right. Right? And Ladson. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course, Ladson, right? <laughs> right? Yeah. So I spent some time with Matt. Matt was like, why don't you come the rest of the month? Just come on. And Matt, I did. I, I read Matt really well right away. Like he, you know, coming from his ministry background, I think he was about fellowship. He was about mm-hmm. giving. He was about, you know, he was about helping people and giving first and business second. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's naturally his character, right? He's like, hey, I got an idea. We're having a Christmas party. Why don't <laughs> yeah. you invite everybody yeah. from Sacred from uh, Somerville, Somerville yeah. to the Christmas party? I'm like, I think that's a terrible idea. <laughs> like, I like, and he's like, "Really?" I'm like, "Your intentions are, yeah. we want to welcome you. How it's going to get perceived is, we hey, coach you. yeah, correct. Come to right. my gym, right? Right? Yeah." And and he got that. He was like, "All right, that's fair." And we came over, right? We wadded a couple times. Wadded, wadded. We doing that? Is wadded. That, do y'all say that around here? Totally. We wadded. Hey, yeah. we all wadded around oh. here. <laughs> I do not say that, but I will now. Wadded. What? Too wadded. I will be wadding. I will be wadding. Is future to and have wadded. To have to have completed a wad. It's is probably wadded. in the dictionary at this point. Yeah, so. we'll we'll have that. So you can Jonas. That's a about Jonas that. Jonas yeah. wadded. Yeah. <laughs> the Christmas what, party. Right. So, Christmas party. We didn't even go to the Christmas party the no, first time. No, Betsy and I were working out in a partner workout, and we got done, and he's like, huh, you guys didn't, like, yell at each other once. Like, are you guys okay? We're like, yeah, what do you mean? Like, 
normal. Well, yeah. Like we're a couple. We're married. We're like we're we're enjoying ourselves. We're we're having a good time. The space was really small. But frankly, I was like freaked out the first time yeah, I, I did a workout small. in there. Really and, small. Really. And I was like, "There's 25 people here. Oh like, my gosh. We're, we're doing. We were the first wad I did was uh, at Sacred Pine was um, box jumps and mm-hmm. uh, um, dumbbell snatches. It was like a take on I think one of the open workouts. Yeah. Like, that was like the, 17.1. Yeah. Right. And <laughs> I'm like, of course I remember that. But I'm like. Yeah, you're just like, what? Did I just someone's going to get hit in the face with a dumbbell, yeah. like, and it's going to be me. <laughs> so 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 like, only Jonas me. would have that, right? But it was great. It was orchestrated well. Classes were coached well. And I was just like, all right, this is home. And Matt, I think, had, you know, taking his ministry background, created a place at Sacred Pine that was yeah. about fellowship and about community. And I don't think he recognized what he was building when he did it, that the community was so strong. And he kept on saying, well, yeah, but that's because my people. I'm like, yeah, it's the culture you bit. Like, you, you, you built this culture here. And even I had some friends that were like, all right, are we saying, like, are we going to be saying a Jesus prayer before we, we wad, right? I'm like, no. It's, yeah, it's there if you want it, right? And, um, but no. Right, and but it's it was about fellowship. It was about how to be a better community, and this thing blossomed, and it was it was fun for me to see because I was on the outside looking in. You started coaching immediately, like yeah, like a couple months in, right? Um, And it was you and Jason who's still coaching today, and. Um, Matt was coaching, and there was a couple other folks mm-hmm. that aren't that either removed or something like that. But I think that's the start of it. Fair to say, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you, yeah. you remember anything? So you different? started. You started CrossFit at CrossFit Somerville, Betsy, mm-hmm. and that was in 2011. Mm-hmm. And what were you doing all these years? <laughs> no, I started like two months a few after months her. After oh, okay. Yeah. I yeah. thought that you had just been going. No, I started two months after okay. her, and um, I still remember the day. <laughs> <laughs> when I, when I, I'm doing, like, again, a big, right? I'm doing kettlebell swings, mm-hmm. and um, I had a herniated disc in my L4, L5, and I dropped to the floor. Like, and I'm on the floor for 45 minutes, like, in pain, like, screaming. Mm. I called Betsy, because Jack and Lauren were both young. They were and, pretty little. And, like, this is when we had a landline. Do you know what a landline is? I know what a landline <laughs> is. Oh, my gosh. So, I call her on a landline, call her on a cell, call her on a landline. She picks up and she's like, this better fucking be important. Are we um, allowed to curse Actually, I yes, said, you can, this okay. better be an emergency. Because I was bathing the kids and putting yeah. them to bed. And I'm like, like, it is. I'm yes. on the floor. Like, so, we had a, we had the, the classy minivan, right, at yep. the time. And oh, yeah. You so have that, to. That, that some guys lifted me up in there, and within a week and a half, I had a disectomy. Um, it, it was, mm-hmm. I lost about a third of my muscle in my left leg. Yeah. And uh, it was, well, you probably heard that. No, story, I remember right? this, yeah. 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 So, um, but I had, a, within a week and a half, I had a disectomy, and I had all these people that were telling me, um, one of my really good friends that like is part of my OG kind of crowd, Vince and, and his wife, his wife was a coach. Mm-hmm. Um, and Rainey was like, tell Scott, he better keep on eating like he's eating. Cause he doesn't want to gain weight back and he doesn't want to like, do that. And, and I did. And that from the time I got back, I was out from March to July. Mm. Um, 
and I came back into the gym. I didn't lift anything more than a barbell. Yeah. And, uh, for and like a year. It was like for six, seven months or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe it was very, a year or whatever. very good and, about following. And I was strict in what I ate and everything like mm-hmm. that. And I just got back to it. I was told, like, you you shouldn't ever lift anything more than a barbell. Mm. Like, you know, from that. And so, whatever. But so, that's what started my 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 CrossFit career was two months in. And Chip, who's one of our members here, he was next to me when we were doing it. <laughs> yeah. I remember so, that. Anyway. Oh, wow. <laughs> so that is what started your weight loss journey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really, the community environment more than anything. Mm-hmm. Like that accountability. Like, yeah, that was that was it. Because Betsy was, you never were like, listen, fast. Like, you need to lose some weight. Like, you never. Lead ever, by example. Yeah. There you did. You go. Hey, honestly, it's sometimes, especially I mean, especially with significant others, it's probably fair to say it's way more effective just to love and just to do, mm-hmm. and then they will eventually yeah. watch and follow. Hey, you want to come with me today? Yeah. No? Okay. Okay. Cool. That's Maybe fine. next time. Yeah. It's all right. And look at you now. You right. are lifting more than a barbell now, right? <laughs> just, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I, put, yeah. I put tens on the end, maybe. But just the women's bar. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, of course. The trainer bar. Yeah. Hey, now. It's valid. So how did this blossom in, like, as soon as you joined Sacred Vine, Betsy's coaching. Honestly, she's probably already running the show at this point, <laughs> behind the scenes. How did it blossom into your role now? Um, and did you expect it to? Was that the hope? Uh, no, it was never the hope. And I'll tell you why. I you were still... I worked in the pharmaceutical industry initially when I first graduated from college. Then we had kids. I stayed home. I ended up teaching at their preschool, mm-hmm. which I... I mean, if someone had said, oh, you're going to teach five-year-olds, I would have been like, no way. At a, at a Christian school. Oh, good. No. <laughs> I loved it. I did it for eight years. But then... It was time to move on. And I was coaching while I was doing that, you know, just a few hours here and there. I left that with no intention to work again, full time Mm -hmm. ever, but I wanted to coach. Um, We came to Sacred Pine. Matt, I felt like Matt needed me, right? Like I needed to jump in and I just kind of started Doing things. Just doing yeah. the day-to-day stuff and saying, hey, maybe we should. And he'd say, yeah, go do that. Oh, mm-hmm. maybe we should. Yeah, go do that. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of turned into this, I was doing the day-to-day stuff. And one, I remember it was August, two years ago. He was like, I'm going to force you into this GM position. You're going to have to, you're just going to take it. And I was like, uh, uh, okay. And he made an announcement and he's like, Betsy's oh my gosh. our new GM. And I was like, okay, oh, okay. this is like, great. Yeah, you are forcing <laughs> me into this. Like, this I guess is good. So, so um, it's just, it, it was always very natural. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, I'm the kind of person that when I see something that I feel like I can change or make better or do, especially in an environment that I know and I'm mm-hmm. very comfortable with, I'll just go and do it. Um, and that's kind of how it came about. He was like, this Matt's the big picture. He's visionary. Yeah, and but then from there it's like, where <laughs> do we go? What talk. do we do? So I can take those ideas and run with them. Yes. I I'm not good at coming up with those things. So um, it's just it's been a really good relationship yeah. as far as that goes. Yeah. 
So how has, since y'all joined Sacred Pine, how has the community changed? And what is the community here like? I think you can say, like, in my mind, it's some of the personalities have changed, but the community hasn't changed. Yeah. I don't Right? Like, if you look at the base, like, I, I just take, you know, how humbled I was for the Invitational. And, like, yeah, you're like, hey, Scott, you did a really good job. I'm like, no, I didn't. Like, I, I, I had a plan, and, and I had so many people help me execute that plan. And it was like, I, I just think about how we had these folks like, you know, Sue, who's one of our members, right, that was, like, greeting people and so excited about being in the position of checking in people for for. For wadding after they wadded, right? You know, before they wadded, right? But it was just like you see, like, but Sue three years ago wasn't here, right? Um, and and so, but I look at that like it's this culture that hasn't changed that is is blossomed because you have people that are so passionate about people, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's really what it is more than anything. Like fitness just happens to be the way we help people with that. Mm-hmm. But, it's like the, the medium for the way right. we all help yeah. people. So I don't, it's just a person, in my mind, the personalities have changed. And I'm not yes. talking about the, the leaders. Like, you know, Jason's still a staple here. And, Jason's and, got a personality. That's yeah, he does sure. have a personality. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yes, he does. But you, you, people hang around because they, it's like this place they can call home. And I think mm-hmm. it goes back to what, Matt kind of created that culture, but then he had the right people to to carry it out, mm-hmm. right? Like Betsy, like we, we were talking in our in our Bible study recently about like how you go to um, rich versus poor, and it's it's not wasn't literal, right? That you rich versus poor, but it's it's easy to to love on people that are rich or in back in back in the Bible times that was different, right? But Betsy like reverse discriminates against that because she loves helping people. She's not not uh, some poor little Scott, right? Like she didn't feel sorry for me to get to, to marry me. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? I think like you're done now. I think you, you're good. And if you need to end it, like you're right. fine. You succeeded. Okay. But... You succeeded in making me. Whole, oh gosh! Right? You complete me. It took how long to get married? Twenty three. It took twenty three years. years. But there we go. On to the next project. But I think oh, there's people like like Betsy that is that way that loves just loving on people. She does it so naturally that I, they don't recognize it. Betsy doesn't recognize it. And it's like, like we joke around about like, you know, there's, there's some younger people that you've had an influence on in this gym that you've seen growing up over 10 years. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, and they're like, I'm like, don't you piss off mama bear. Like, you know, she, she, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to tell on you. And they'll be like, Oh no, 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 don't, don't tell. <laughs> she Betsy, really right? is like, the, the mom ever since I, well, you know, obviously when I first met, not Scott, but Jonas, Jonas yeah. I kept hearing this name of Betsy, and I even, so I podcasted Matt a few years ago with Mesa when we had, like, in-the-box podcasts or whatever, and I felt the same way. It was very clear that he was all about the people mm-hmm. and that he was not about the business, mm-hmm. and most people get into fitness and they say that they're like, I'm not in it for the money because really there isn't a ton of money in it, but they don't actually understand that like you have to be in it for the people or you're going to get burnt out and frustrated. And he was really just like, how can I help you? We'll figure out the money later. Like we'll figure out the business side later. And he just created this environment where people felt like they could be themselves and be, 
accepted and that they would be able to have the help to change. Like he mm-hmm. told us this, you know, this amazing story of someone who didn't have diabetes anymore and that lost mm-hmm. all this weight. And it was very clear when I met him um, that he was that person. And then he kept talking about this Betsy person. And ever since I've heard about Betsy, everyone's described her as the mom. Like I yeah. equated you to Dane and who, who is a male, but like we <laughs> defined Dane as like our mom, mm-hmm. you know, like operations he probably screams in his pillow at night because he's like, what are these people doing? Like, <laughs> you are the behind the scenes, like that, the person that's actually getting all of these things done. Um, and it's cool that you get to be that mom and also like a huge role model for all the people in the gym. Is it fair to say that most of your community, like you don't have a lot of college kids, you don't have a lot of like young professionals that are constantly moving. Like I feel like y'all's community is pretty stable in that way. We have, um, I think you'd be surprised at how many CSU students we have, actually. Okay. Yeah, so we do have quite a few CSU students, and they kind of come and go. But yes, um, you know, I, I think about that, but the membership here really runs the gamut. I mean, we have college students, we have young professionals, we have a 74-year-old mm-hmm. woman who comes on a regular basis. Yeah, she's, she's, she's amazing. She's three to four times a week. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. she's amazing. Um, but it is a, a very stable yeah. membership for sure. Like I've, the gyms, the gym I started at was like in Columbia. So like a college gym mm-hmm. and it was always like in the summer, not a lot of people there. It, people graduated, people left. And then same thing for some of the gyms I've been a part of in downtown Charleston. It's just kind of like the community changes so much but it, it feels like y'all are really able to, like, kind of keep, a like, Sue or, like, the Jasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of, like, a few really stable, like, foundational Definitely. people. Mm-hmm. Which I think makes this gym very special and a lot different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I look at, you know, it's interesting. Like, we'll have people come and drop in. Um, we're, we don't do... Uh, you know, we're not Latin. I know you're surprised to hear this. It's not a vacation destination. <laughs> so I like, plan for next year. And right? Be up here for a week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we don't have like drop-ins, you know, all the time. But like, so a lot of our drop-ins are people that are like moving to the area that like have looked it. on Google and they're like, okay, I see here, I hear, here, here, and look, I, our perspective is always, hey. Where else can we direct you to try out to? Because we want to make sure you're making the right decision. We understand how important it is, um, you know, to pick a home that is right for you. Because mm-hmm. if you're really serious about CrossFit, in my mind, um, unless you're some crazy competitor, which is a, a small percentage, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you're picking a gym because that's going to be your workout family. That's going to be people, like, you associate with sometimes. Especially if you're moving in from out of town. Like, mm-hmm. you're going to meet people and... And it might be an outlet for you to go out with people. It'd be and, your you know, new community. Yeah, right? correct. Right, so we're always like, you know, look, we we don't, if you want to go try some local gyms out, here's some other places that you think, where do you live? Where do you work? Mm-hmm. Let us help you. And part of that is we're confident enough in what we have to offer as a community that if it's the right place for you, then you'll come back. And if it's not the right place for you, I want you to find a home where you can do fitness. And, you know, that's my take. I. I treat this place like it's my place, and it's not, I, you know, I, 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 but people always say that, like, why do you do that? I'm like, well, because it's like my home, this is my community, mm-hmm. it's your community too, so it's like, 
I don't know. I just look at it that way. Well, I think with our perspective members, the you know we have the attitude of the the goal is fitness. Mm-hmm. We don't. We would love for you to do it here. Like we don't own. But if place. it's not the right place, we want you yeah, to find a place because yeah. the goal is fitness, and it really doesn't matter where you do it. Ultimately, the goal is fitness. Yeah. And we want you to find the right, because if you're not in the right place, you're not going to do fitness, exactly. right? And so. then no one wins. Right. Yeah. On that note, how have y'all seen the CrossFit community in Charleston change in the past few years? Or maybe, like, how how do you wish it was different? Like, what do you want to change? I don't want to change anything. I I love that there's more... CrossFit gyms because we each kind of have our own little niche, Mm -hmm. right? Um, I love that though, because I mean, I think we have the reputation of, um, you know, doing a lot of community things and doing the invitational and that kind of stuff. But I, I just, um, what makes me sad is to see, CrossFit's clothes. Mm. And I, you know, with the whole Greg Glassman debacle and then uh, the pandemic, of course. (laughs) You know, I mean, that's. um, What's that? Yeah, yeah, right. (laughs) We're done with that now, right? Mm. Okay. Um, I love that. I just love that there's more because, like Scott said, when we started at Somerville, I think there were two. In the whole area. Yeah. So having, shortly after that, right? Maybe five, right? Yeah. Yeah. So having more and being able to kind of, you know, spread the wealth a little bit, I think is really good. It also just kind of opens up the community for different opportunities. Yeah. Like you said, you know, downtown is a totally different vibe than mm-hmm. out here in the suburbs, you know? Yeah. So um, I, the only thing I wish we did a better job of here is coming together and we're starting to see that like y'all we were on a really good path and then COVID yeah Yeah, I agree I think we're starting to see that we have leaders in this community you know uh you guys obviously know because yeah right Donnie and Shannon are are, are great leaders and and you know Rhapsody's getting engaged I think there's a lot of people that are starting to get I, I just wish there was more of an outlook and I think it helps when you have like made to move right getting engaged with that seriously right like you guys piecing that together and it helps with there's some other folks that are I think you're in the industry um I, you mentioned you did a podcast before I forget her name um in the past in the box Mesa yeah yeah right like she's she's trying to do that oh, like yeah. there's there's other people that are leaders in the community and I think it's just getting on the same page more often mm-hmm. to do that like everyone's busy running their own business oh, right? yeah. like yeah. that you kind like, of just get lost in that. For, it's really easy to get lost in oh, that. Oh, yeah. It is. Life but, is busy. Yeah. I, like, I'm of an opinion that, like, I don't compete against or trust. I don't compete against Fox and I don't compete against, you know, and by I, I mean, I don't, I don't own Sacred Pine, but I look at it. I'm a member here, right? So, I compete against, uh, as a, as someone that's part of a community, against the bar tab, right? Mm-hmm. Against, like, so many people are like... I can't afford CrossFit expensive. I'm like, you go out with your buddies? They're like, yeah, every weekend. Yeah. I'm like, okay. well, fuck. It's like, I'm sure There's you spend more than 150 yeah. bucks in one weekend at the bar. Right. Yeah. Like, easily. Like, buy a round of shots and 
you know, it's there, right? So oh, yeah, that like, who's the real enemy here? Yeah, it's not the other CrossFit. Gym. Yeah, it's the couch. It's right, hundred mm-hmm. yeah. percent. And I'm so uh, that's why I'm always like, that's why I, when we talk about newcomers, I'm like, hey, go to other places. Like, yeah, if we're the right place, cool. If we're not the right place, I want you to find a home. Well, and if you're not the if you're not at the right place, like you won't love it and you won't thrive. Right. Correct. And and that doesn't help anyone. Mm-hmm. But I I feel like. Was there representation from every gym at Invitational? Is it? See, I mean, it was packed. We had a yeah. lot, so yeah. that was cool to I see. Mean, really, like, but we also had a meeting. What I forget when that was. It was like what, like a month or two ago, right? Well, when we went to Ironbridge. Yeah, yeah. and it, it was like there's four of us. Right. Yeah. Like I meant by four four gyms, right? So mm-hmm. it was like. Oh, and there's so many gyms here. Yeah, there are, and and yeah. and that's like I don't. I wouldn't expect 100% participation, but you, you just want to see that come together more. Like, it's it's an opportunity. Like, we're actually talking to, um, which I'm really excited about, um, Mark Hankins, who's like an OG in, in the community, right? He's been, he was part of Low Country CrossFit. I think Mark he was, here? Yeah. Firefighter? Yeah. Yes. Okay, I, so I know Mark. Yeah. We're, <laughs> yeah. We're talking about, like, how can we do something for the Charleston Nine? Why aren't we coming together as a community to do something? For the what? For the Charleston Nine. The... the the, the um, soup, sofa super store fire. What? You know. Like, oh my god! You don't yeah. know about that. So no. how how many years ago was that? It, I know it's on your birthday, so I remember. <laughs> but I don't oh, remember no. the year. I remember so home. it was several nine years Charleston ago. firefighters lost their lives oh, in, in this okay. in this, in this oh, uh, uh, super sofa store. Yeah, in, in, super in, sofa store. I think what it is. Like it's a, in West Ashley, yeah. right? If you go on West Ashley on 17, you, it's it's there's actually a fire station right there. Right next right. to it is a memorial right, right there. Okay. So, but there's a wad. Right. I've watered it before. You watered it? <laughs> I want to have it. <laughs> so, there's a wad that's for the Charleston Nine. And we talked about, hey, how can we do something? And, you know, getting feedback from someone that's in the community like Mark and saying, like, where can we raise money for this? Mm-hmm. He's like, look, we as firefighters we suffer from needing help and giving a fund to to that you know giving money to that mm-hmm. fund to help support getting help for firefighters mm-hmm. and and you know that'd be huge and so we're we're in discussions of it to talk about it how can we make this work right there's a lot to go on but it's not so June but doing stuff like that as a community and getting everyone engaged mm-hmm. and doing the invitational like yeah like mm-hmm. I'm excited that it was a, a, a CrossFit festival that it was to your point. and it was very well done, like very well oiled machine. Mm-hmm. It's like you go to other CrossFit gyms or CrossFit competitions, and it's just a lot going on, and so things become later, and then this person doesn't show up, and like it was just y'all. I don't know how many teams there were. It were so many teams, mm-hmm. and everything was on time. It was amazing. It was a fun day. It was fun yeah, for it was me. Fun. It was it stressful, was but it was really fun. Like yeah. it was fun. It was fun to see people thrive in an environment, like seeing like people that just enjoy themselves. Yeah, right? and it like, was all levels, and like to see people that had never, not that had just never done a, a CrossFit competition, but people that had just started doing CrossFit, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. people that PR'd because they had never overhead squatted or like they right. had never done this before, and it was just a really cool day to be a part of. Yeah, it was like, I remember emailing back and forth with um, the owner of Holy City CrossFit. Mm-hmm. Jess. 
Yeah. And she was just like, yeah, we got a lot of people. I'm like, what can we do to help? Can I help you expand any wads? Can I, like, she goes, actually, we're doing a clinic about um, the weekend before about, like, what to eat the day of. Like, no one's ever competed. I'm like, that's awesome. Like, yeah. that's, like, if, if we can bring that to the table, great. I'm excited that we did that more than anything. More than, hey, check me out. I lifted 500 pounds overhead from yeah. overhead squat. Like, <laughs> did you? you? Know, yeah, I did. But when I tested the wads, yeah. so, so yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. It was 525, yeah. actually. But yeah. yeah. Didn't want to show that off. Yeah. Yeah. Can you tell me what it's like to be a member of this community? What is, what is it like to be a member of Sacred Pine? Ooh. That's a good question. Like, from your eyes. What I hope people sure. feel, I hope that they walk in here. Well, they get scared by Jason. <laughs> right. Jason, them. Jason gives you a heart attack in yeah. the, as you walk in the front door. Yeah. Welcome. Good morning. No, but what I, what I really hope is that people walk in here every day or whenever they're here um, feeling like it's a safe place. You know, you could have the worst day at work. But walking in here and feeling like like you're at home. Like it's okay to be yourself and it's okay to walk in and go, I just had the worst day ever. Or mm-hmm. I have something to celebrate, you know, and feel like this is a place where you can be celebrated or you can be sad and everybody's going to kind of wrap their arms around you. Mm-hmm. Like the, the workout is second to all yeah. of that, but just that you're going to walk in here and feel feel whatever it is that you need to feel that day you know and just that you're you're gonna be at home and you can be yourself that's what I hope people feel yeah that's always the best part and I hope they I hope other people miss them if they're not here because that is one thing that I think we're really really good about you know our members check on each other if they haven't seen somebody in a while Mm -hmm. they might be you know come up to one of us one of the coaches in class and be like, can I have so-and-so's cell phone? I haven't seen them in a while. Mm. I, I love that. Yeah. You know, I just, I think that's, that's really special. important. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like once you, we pretty much go to very similar classes every week, you know, mm-hmm. like you get in a routine sure. and it's like, Oh, the 7am group of people. Yeah. And you know, when someone's not there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At least like that's, that's when you know that you have a community, not just a gym. Right. When people yeah, do things enough. like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are you doing? Like, where are y'all at with your own fitness right now? <laughs> you know, you have, a, you have a 17-year-old, you have a 16-year-old. I know there's some other things going on. Tell me about that. You, you I'm wanna... learning to walk again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's been a very slow, I'm, I'm eight weeks out right okay. now. Yeah. For those of y'all who don't know, Betsy had a hip replacement surgery. Yes. Yes. And she's crushing it. She's doing amazing. Um, so I've, I've, I've wadded right? five times now. Yeah, I wadded in the last two weeks. Um, I'm copywriting wadded, by the way. You should. Yeah, you definitely should. Um, I will say, my I loved to compete when we first started crossfitting. Scott and I did several competitions together. I did several on my own. I'm super competitive. So this has um, been very humbling for me. Like, it's okay that I do wall balls to a box with a six-pound med ball. I don't think it'll be forever. No. But um, 
I'm just taking it one day at a time right now. Yeah. It's been a very interesting uh, journey. Eight weeks out, and you were doing a CrossFit class on Monday, though. You know? Eight weeks? Right. Yeah, what? Like, the last time I saw Betsy, she was doing that modified thruster with her crutch, like with her crutch <laughs> yes. that you sent me for the first videos. With your ice bag around your waist. Yes. Yeah. I did all of the Fittest of the Coast qualifier workouts yes. in some capacity. It might not have looked anything like what everybody else did, but I did them. Exactly. Well, that's what, that's what like, we're always trying to preach is, like, there you, you modify. You scale. Like, yeah. There's so many different ways to do this workout. If you can't do what's written on the board, it doesn't mean that you can't do the workout. No. And so I think it's, you know, obviously, like, it sucks. Like you said, it's, it's humbling, like you didn't choose this, but it does show a lot. It, like you're taking a stand. It shows your members, Hey, like I'm, I'm doing what I can and that's enough yeah. because I'm doing something mm-hmm. and there's something for everyone here. 100%. Yeah. Well, and I think, um, for our members to see me also work on me mm-hmm. because I've been dealing with this hip for like eight years And most, I mean, everybody I've ever trained with knows about it. It's been an issue for a long time. And it just got to the point where I was like, why am I doing, what, Mm -hmm. what is, why am I doing this? You asked earlier though, right? Like, what is it like to be a member, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I think it's fair for you to share the other way around because yes, you, you know, let's strip away the GM title. Let's strip away all that. You're also a member here, right? So like share your experience of how your phone got blown up as you went through, mm-hmm. you know, pre and post surgery, right? Oh but, yeah. So I, you know, um, when I decided to do it, I'm sure Rachel probably shared some of this with you, but I was terrified. And when I finally told everybody like, Hey, I've made this decision. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be out for, you know, a few weeks. Um, I got so many phone calls and texts and emails from everybody saying, you know, how can I help? What can I do? You know, what do you need? And I, I, I I was so humbled by that. I was like, but almost everybody said, I'm so proud of you for finally taking the time for you Mm. because you're always giving to us. Mm -hmm. I'm glad you're doing it for you. Mm -hmm. So important to show my kids that too. Like Mm -hmm. it's time you guys are doing good. Yeah. Mom's going to focus on mom for a little bit. Like as a mom and as a gym mom. Yeah. It's, it's hard to take time for yourself. Yeah. And well, and I didn't want to succumb to the, I didn't want to like actually acknowledge that I had this bad of an issue, but yeah, it got to that point. Yeah. And it's, I think people, when they get surgery, they feel like they failed. Mm-hmm. And like you said, you've had it for eight years. Mm-hmm. Like you've been dealing with this for so long. And like, I know personally all of the things that you've tried. Oh yeah. 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 And so like you, you didn't fail. You succeeded because you made the best decision knowing all, you know, all the yeah. options at this point. Yeah. And you, I think that's the, you know, the, one of the best case scenarios is like you made this decision on your own. Yeah. And you got to say yes. It wasn't like you were pressured into it. And it wasn't like you didn't give anything else another try. And now you're eight weeks out and you're doing wall balls. 
So it's just really cool. Like, it just shows, like you said, for someone who's the mom, for someone who's really competitive, all-American athlete, you got the whole spectrum here of showing your members it's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay if you need to modify. It's okay if, if something happens, we will pick you up. Yeah. And, and Sacred Pine will be here. Yeah. Yeah. So, Jonas. Yes. What is fitness looking like for you? Is that a fair question right (laughs) now? Can you tell Uh, us the background on Jonas, maybe? I obviously wasn't involved in that at all. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I'll tell my side of the story. You go first. Do you want me to tell you? I'll tell tell the side of the story. So, I finally was like, was it after... It was maybe during the qualifier or something like that of Fitness of the Coast last year, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah. not not this the, the past year, right? And I was like, I hurt my shoulder, my lat, or something like that. I'm coming in, and That's right. and most people call me by my last name anyway, so I kind of go there and go right there, and I introduce myself as Jonas to you, and you didn't hear Jonas, <laughs> and. And then Dane on top of that, so we'll throw him under the bus too, right? Thank it's you. like, it's like, oh no, I think he's like Swedish, like they pronounce no, it. No, you're Hungarian. Hungarian. Oh, okay. I, I think they, I think that's what the J is silent, and they pronounce it Jonas. <laughs> so the next time I go, you're like, all right, Jonas, this is what we're gonna do. And I'm like, maybe I just didn't hear her right. So <laughs> <laughs> and so. Our friend Sonia, who we knew, she she's a member at Sacred Pine, and but she we also we knew her from the swim community. Mm-hmm. Her daughter is is uh, is a swimmer with Jack, and um, she's like, "Hey, I got a funny story." Like mm-hmm. I went went to go see Hannah, and Hannah was like, "Well, I'm really like, what do I call Scott? Do you call him Scott or do you call him Jonas?" <laughs> and she, and Sonia is so politically correct. She's like. She's telling me that she's like, well, some people too call him Jonas. I've known him for a long time. I call him Scott. But I could see how some people call him Jonas. And, so, and I was like, all right, so Jonas. Jonas, Jonas it is. So we're Jonas for like a month, right? And I need some more help still. Like I'm, we're, we're, I'm getting better, but I still need to see somebody. And you guys, um, yeah, made you to know, move, joins Cross at Sacred Pie. Correct. So I'm like, well. Jeez, I don't want to drive all the way out to... Yeah. Like, I started to break up with you via text. Hey, now. Right? I think I started it. Yeah, no. We I, had a conversation. We did, but then I was like... Then I went to Dane. I went to, to Mom. Oh, my God. I was God. like, hey, like, I don't want to break up <laughs> with Hannah via text, but, like, I want to start seeing Rachel now. I was, <laughs> I was like, go see Rachel. Don't drive, because it was Sonia one time had, like, an hour and a half of traffic. Uh, and I, yeah, was like, I was like, turn around. And yeah. we'll be in Somerville soon. Go see Rachel. Like, it's just too much. So, in between that, I heard the Yona story. Yeah. So, I walk in, and I tell Rachel. And I'm oh, like, my look. God. I bet she just walked she, she lost it. She, I was like, look. <laughs> like, do you know about the Jonas thing? Because it's really Jonas, by the way. And she's just like, holy shit, I can't wait till my next, <laughs> our next team meeting on Wednesday to tell everybody this. <laughs> yeah. So. So, so, aka Jonas in, inserts into the picture, and, and he's my alter ego now. And, oh my gosh. and so we've had a lot of fun with that. What though. is his Urban Dictionary again? Oh, oh. that was <laughs> funny. Yeah. That was hysterical. Yeah, so I'm seeing Scott Jonas as a patient, and I'm like, Dane, why does it have an Enya, like a thing over the N, um, in the app that we were using? And he was like, oh, you know, like he put in that he. 
his preferred name is Jonas. And I was like, are you, sh- are you sure? Are you absolutely sure? Because also like we have a great relationship with this gym. Like I don't want to mess it up. <laughs> like we're literally in conversations about us, you know, having a space here. Um, some of these on Urban Dictionary are just like very inappropriate. Yeah, this one's not. So you want to read it to you? Yes. <laughs> a very attractive, average to tall That's guy with a mesmerizing smile, gorgeous hair, and a sharp beard. Ugh. You know, it's a very cute, popular, wild, and sweet, but can be annoying and dramatic sometimes. Yep. Like, I perfect. thought you wrote that yourself, right? You like, went in it's there. It's not Wikipedia. <laughs> like I can't do it myself, right? Oh my Urban gosh. Dictionary. I don't know how Urban Dictionary works. He's very straightforward and does not mess around with hypocrisy. But sometimes scary about what's sometimes scary about him is he's always thinking and nobody knows what he, what's going inside his mind. So That's well, perfect. Yeah, it's, oh my you're gosh. right. I don't know how it. I was like, Dane, I need to know. Are you sure? And he was like, Yes, I'll call him Jonas too. Like it's Jonas. And I was like, This is weird, but I'm gonna go with it. And I don't know how I didn't catch up. Like I don't know how I didn't catch it because I think I even saw you. Uh huh. Because you were there, and I was like, Hey, like, what do I call your husband? And you were just like. Well, his name is Scott. And I was like, oh, well, y'all's last name is obviously Jonas, so I'm going to keep calling Jonas. And here we are. No one stopped you. Oh, my gosh. Everyone tried, but y'all tried way too politely. That was the problem. Yeah, no, I should have just been like, his fucking Jonas. Yeah, like, stop calling Jonas. But you were, yeah, and now... Oh, yeah. Man. Well, we, we, we've we've got a lot of mileage out of that, so it's not. I know. Bad. And oh, then the first gosh. time I met, like, I came to a workshop at, at Sacred Pine, and I was like, I'm the girl that called him Jonas. And everyone was like, oh, yeah, that. like it was you. And I was like, well, I feel like an absolute dork now. So you're welcome, everyone. I still, yeah, I'm, uh, I don't regret it at all. <laughs> I regret nothing. It's good ice so, uh, so fitness journey for yeah. Jonas, a.k.a. Jonas. Uh, you know, I'm having fun, honestly. Like, uh, I've, I did the fittest of the coast wads, uh, I watered them all. I was yeah. waiting. I'm, like, I'm not going to say it, but I know so, he's going to say it. Uh, and I did some of them scaled, some because I had a nursing a shoulder injury. Uh, it's different from the one I had last year. I'm like, oh gosh, wait. And, and, and it's still the same one. Yeah, no, yeah, no. Give me some good press. <laughs> right. Is that bad? That made the move hasn't fixed that yet? No. Stop it. No, it's not. It's, it's, it's totally something different. I just, it, and I kind of recognize, like, was I having fun competing? And I started to get to a point where I was like, I wasn't. And but I loved the competitive environment. I loved running the Invitational. Um, and in fact, I've had a, you know part of the Invitational brought me a relationship with Kyle, who who is who runs Business of the Coast, and and so we've been able to develop a rapport and talk about wads and talk about different things and talk about. Um, you know, helping out with Fitness of the Coast and how I can be a part of that. And so it's been really fun for me, but for me, I'm still coming to, I come to 6 a.m. most of the time unless I have some some obligations and we're traveling. Um, but, like, I'm I, I probably want, I'd say, on average five days a week. And I come in and I give it my all and I have fun. I, I love, more than anything, um, how can I be a role model to another athlete? You know, I'm 47, right? How do I be a role model to an athlete that's 35? And be like, this guy can do it tonight, yeah. right? And I'm, I, I, I'm not, I do okay, but I'm not like this, like, check me out, I'm going to the games, right? You know, you know, but. I don't see, I don't know. But I just look at it as there's other athletes here that I love coaching, whether it's help them with their head game 
or um, tweak something in their snap. Like you have twenty people in a class, and you're and you're doing, you know, uh, two snatches and an etu mom for twenty minutes, right? As a coach, you're going to get around to all your athletes, but you're not going to get that attention. It's a snatch. It's a complex movement to be able to say, hey, like. You're doing stripper butt. Leave with your mm. chest, right, or whatever it is, because you're not going to catch it all the time and, and be able to watch it again as a fellow athlete to be able to do that. Like I love that right now, and I'm in a place where I'm having fun coming to the gym and throwing down, and you know, if my body feels up to it, I don't fall off a ladder or whatever. <laughs> I'm good. Yeah, but like, yeah. Happens. Like right when you're feeling good, you decide to just jump off a ladder. It's, well, yeah. well, you're like, I'm going to test this out. Jonas pushed me. <laughs> so, Jonas, that was up in Jonas. So, but th- that's kind of where I'm at. Like, I'm enjoying myself. Like, you know, and I feel like if I ever want to get thrown back in the competitive world, I'll do it. Right? Yeah. Like, I want to do it because I want to do it. We do an adaptive athlete competition. Oh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> Come on. No. Well, if we could ever find a master's competition that actually has a master's division. Yeah, Other than, just who does the coast not? Oh, they actually have. I think... This year we had done teams together if we're healthy. We're, oh we're going out of town. That would have been fun. But that you know, would be awesome. Maybe next, next year. year. So on the note of you know doing things together, all that I know, we've been joking like you know you don't own it, but like you do in your heart. You have a huge role in Sacred Pine, Scott, and obviously Betsy, you do too. And so y'all are you're running the show. You talk about these things a lot. How do you stay like? How do you maintain your relationship? Because also, first and foremost, you're married. You've been married for 23 years. And how do you balance running this and being so passionate about it and then also like putting your marriage and your kids first? What's that like? That's a good question. We we lay in bed at night a lot and talk about wads. <laughs> I mean, oh honestly, <laughs> like talking about preparing for winter classics. Scott's got his phone out and he's like, what do you think about this movement? How could we do this movement? Oh, but we also, uh, you're right, it's not easy, right? Like, I'm working all day, she's working all day, my job gives me the freedom to be able to, when she comes home, to chat for five minutes here or there. You know, we routinely talk on the phone during the day, like when she's here. Like, it's, I think, I think any relationship, right? Right? You, whether it's, with your wife or a friend, with God, with whatever, like you have to make an effort, mm-hmm. and it's it it is not easy, right? Like um, having a sixteen-year-old and a seventeen-year-old, like sometimes they have nothing to do with us, so right. we're like, okay, we just <laughs> us, you know, it's easy, right? That's like so some, true, yeah. And but sometimes, like our seventeen-year-old Lauren is is like, I'm loving that she loves to hang out with us right oh. now and spend time with us and and have that relationship. So I don't know, you just you got to go with the flow is the biggest thing I would say. Well, and you travel too. Mm. So throwing that into the mix makes it tough, but. Yeah, but, you know, we both volunteer in the swimming community um, by officiating. We, you know, I volunteer at church. We were in a Bible study together. Like, Mm -hmm. you, life is crazy. Like, it doesn't stop. Um, And I, I think it's having that relationship for you, at least for me, right? Having that relationship where we can be open and honest if something's bothering us, we get over it really well, you know, really quick. Like, we just talk it out, you know? Or if we're upset about something, one of us will say to each other, like, hey, 
like I'm not engaging in the conversation with you right now because it's not going to be a healthy, you know, conversation. Let's, you know, let me cool down or whatever. Like you, like the little stuff that I think when we had a bunch of time, like doesn't exist anymore because we just don't have time for it. So you get rid of the bullshit, mm. you know, in our life to have that. Like, but also we we're passionate about the same things. Yeah, yeah. That we're common passionate down. about helping at swimming. We're passionate about here. We're passionate about church. We're passionate about our kids. And so, you know, I mean, really, we have very few interests outside of each other. Right? I mean... (laughs) That's the way to go. We really do, though. I mean, a lot of stuff that we do is is together. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it's just kind of... I, I selfishly I have more me time than you do. Like, I hunt and I do some other stuff, right? But, like, part of your me time is, like, you... You'd rather help other people than help yourself or get some me time. So that's important to you. It's not like my, it's just weird. My me time, um, here it comes. Mm-hmm. I am a Hallmark Christmas oh, movie yes. junkie. Let's go. I, and I will, I'll be the first to admit it. That Hallmark channel, I turn mm-hmm. on the minute I get home. I love, I know they're all Our exactly Christmas the same. They all turn night. out the same. The story's all the same. I love because them. there's a character who needs help. And they turn their life around right? in every movie. And you love that saga. I love those movies. You, like, get to feel like you're helping them and, like, seeing Maybe them develop. So. How do you feel about, like, sad movies, you know? Like, how do you feel about Marley and Me? I like that movie. Okay. All right. Well, you know. Not, no scary movies. Okay. Hmm. No. None. No, you don't. You don't. Yeah. So you have a lot of time. Like you, like you said, you have a lot of very similar interests. But you also, what it sounds like, is you have a lot of time spent together that aren't all doing the same interests. You know, it's like swimming, or Bible study, or volunteering, or the gym. It's not like everything is the gym. No. No, but I think the other thing I would add there, too, is that we we have found friends, right, that I think share the same values mm-hmm. in our life. Like, it's like... You'll, back in my day, you know, like, you'll, I think you'll recognize, like, for you and Elliot, like, you'll go through that where you'll have some friends that you, you'll be like, I can't believe we were friends with them, you know, and, and, you know, but you'll have friends that will last forever in your life. And, like, we've, we've, like, our good friends right now, I, I would say, like, you know, are either I've met, like, through my hunting band of brothers or CrossFit, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. Our, our two best couple friends are through CrossFit mm-hmm. that we've met and known for a while that, you know, either one of them would call me in the middle of the night to go do something at their house if they needed help and I would do the same. Mm-hmm. And, and, and whether it's their wife or whatever, it doesn't matter. So I think it's also surrounding yourself. Like we were talking about that earlier about mm-hmm. like in business and in, in fitness and things like that. I think it goes with the same values too. That helps the cause too. Yeah. What is something that most people don't know about y'all. If there's any, like, deep, dark secrets, now's the time to share them. I just told you my deep, dark secret about being a Hallmark movie junkie. I don't junkie. think I was, like, that, like, scandalous. We're, I told you before, we're boring. You're boring in your open books, I guess. We are, yeah. What is something... I feel like you can come up with something. Maybe a lot of people don't know about you, something you wish people knew about you, or Sacred Pine. I don't know. That's a tough one. 
Do people know everything there is to know about you? Scott? I, here, I'll tell you Oh, something. yes. Do you need a scoop? Yes. Scott is Martha Stewart. Like, in in terms of, like, he does insider trading? Or, like, he's really, <laughs> really good at cooking? Maybe. <laughs> um, two things. He loves to cook. He's a really, really good cook. He doesn't have a ton of time to do it, but when he wants to really, like, decompress, he'll make, like, a six-course meal. And it will be some of the best. Yes. Right. Absolutely. Wow. Um, And the other thing is, you know, most husbands, when you're like, I really don't like the furniture in this room anymore. I'm going to go buy new furniture. Oh. Like, Scott has to be involved in every step of the way. Every friggin' throw pillow, every oh, blanket, really every... Mm. That is very... <laughs> She's like, it's not so it's fucking not funny. funny. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. just yeah. redid at one of our rooms in our house, and um, I mean, it's great, but he's like Martha Stewart. He has but like, to like, okay. help me decorate I, everything. Like, just let me do it. I, with the help of my brother and some other things, but I pretty much redid the kitchen, right? Yes. Like, in, in terms of, like, not we painting we and stuff. Like, like, but, like, in terms of yeah, having it done. Well, to be Okay, now you tell me something most people don't know about her. Oh or like, gosh. now's your time to roast her, honestly. No, I, there's no roasting of her. Uh, she uses the F word a lot more than people think, I think is fair to say. Oh my, that's, every time I'm here, or it's a little bit different at Ironbridge, but like, so when you, when I lift, or when I fail lift, like, I'm gonna probably scream. Yeah. Like, maybe the F bomb, maybe something else. And whenever I'm here at Ironbridge, I'm like, oh, like, you know, like, we're the people of the Lord. Yeah. Like, I always forget, and I feel bad about That's it. That's funny. But then I heard y'all. <laughs> I was like, I don't feel bad about oh, this Well, I was just kind of like, okay, like, they're they're people, too. Like, We're people. Yeah, like, they're, they get... You know, it's yeah. funny, like, I've always had that, you know, knowing Matt, know, and, and, like, we've had a couple campus pastors from Seacoast that, that have been mm-hmm. here, right? And, like... I know, we put, I think, people of the Lord on this pedestal, like, do you think they don't drink and they don't do, I'm like, yeah, like, my buddy Jeff. They're people. Right, he's like, I yeah. love bourbon. Yeah. Like, yeah. What do you mean you love bourbon? You can't love bourbon. You're a pastor. <laughs> like, like, you know? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, you can. Um, yeah, I would say, I don't know, like, she's a neat freak, uh, but I, that's probably yes. no surprise. But, like, yeah. Yeah, she, she um, I don't know, she uses the F-bomb a lot. Oh I, my gosh, I think so what funny. was funny was, you know... We didn't know what to expect when Betsy came out of general anesthetic for, um... Did you hear this? Oh my god, no. I'm so excited. So, I I get a call from the nurse. So, the surgeon calls me around 1030 and says, hey, she's doing great. She's in recovery. Like, nurse will call you about half an hour or an hour just to check in on you. So, the nurse calls me and she's like, hey, just want to let you know Betsy's doing great. She's a little emotional. <laughs> I'm like, like emotional how? Like, because that can go in all different directions. Yeah. Like my, me. yeah, like my coming out of general anesthetic was. I you were mean and mouthy. I oh. thought I thought I was talking very softly and. You were yelling. I was yelling and, and I'm saying this fucking hurts. People. Like, is this lady gonna fucking do something about so it? I was so embarrassed. <laughs> oh my god. So, so she's like, she's a little emotional. I'm like, emotional how? Like, well. You see, every time she mentions you or the kids, she starts bawling. (laughs) Do you remember this? Yes, and I remember just sobbing, and she's holding my hand, and she's like rubbing my head, 
And she's like, you're you're fine, you're fine. And I kept saying, I survived. Oh my I God. survived. You didn't think so, you were going to survive. I don't know. So she calls me an hour later. And I'm like, and she's a little out of it. She's yeah. like, I'm like, hey, I'm like, hey, Mary. She's like. Oh my gosh, it's so good to hear your voice. <laughs> <laughs> and he came to pick me up, and there's like this long hallway, and he's parked at the end. There's a door, like and he's parked there. Like, oh, and I'm, I'm on my walker, walker <laughs> and I'm like trying to walk as fast as I can. I'm like, I you just want to get to her. No, I couldn't, go in the, I couldn't go in the building. Oh, yeah. So yeah. she's walking the fast. The nurse is she behind me. I'm like, I gotta get there. Tears are like filling <laughs> the up. The PT is like, like come on, man. Like, what are you doing? Oh my gosh. Like, I actually wrote a note to the nurse and gave her a Starbucks gift card and took it to her because I was like, I'm so sorry. Like, you had to stop what you were doing and take care of me. And I, I can't believe you had to do that. I'm so sorry. She probably stood there for 20 minutes wow. rubbing my head. Oh. I was like, oh, God, I'm so sorry. You were that person. It's okay. Yes. You were patient. That's oh. the point. That's great. Wow. Yeah, it's not, it's not, it's not, nothing crazy about that, no, just the F-bomb and she gets emotional after <laughs> surgery. Right. And she survived. Yeah. And I yes. Well, where can we expect to see y'all? What's happening soon in the Sacred Pine world? Uh, well, so this weekend we're doing something fun. We're doing the Warrior Wad for Veterans. Mm-hmm. Um, that starts tomorrow. And it's a fundraiser for veterans that need um, mental... Are you crying now? Yes, because okay. that's just who I I love I cry about everything. Oh. Um, it's for raising money for veterans <laughs> that... Laugh. Is that okay? Yes. <laughs> yes, it's fine. Um, for mental health. Mm. Um, and what did we say? We had 20 plus athletes that are registered for yeah. it. So um, hopefully we'll have a few more. We also have a golf outing on Saturday. Oh my gosh. That is through, um, that's part of our gym too. So busy weekend. But then um, we have Friendsgiving coming What's up. coming up in the new year? So. Our winter classic. Yeah, we're excited about that. Last yeah. year. February 5th. We change it up every year. It's in-house competition. Mm-hmm. And it's been a lot of fun. Last year, I think we had like um, 45 teams 40, or so. Yeah, 43. Uh, of, it was uh, male, male, female, female. This year, we're going the lover style and Valentine's with, oh, the, with the couples. So. Uh, I'm a Valentine's baby. I didn't, you know that? Oh no! Yeah. It's okay. I think yeah. I'm a birthday sex baby, yeah, yeah. so it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you gotta calculate it. Like you, you figured it out. You know? Birthday sex baby. That's awesome. <laughs> I know. My mom doesn't listen to this. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> At least I don't think so. Yeah. Well, Betsy and Scott and Jonas, this has been awesome. Everyone, thank you for listening, guys. Thank you for being on here. Thank yeah, you. Thank you for having us. Appreciate it. Thank you so much for joining us, everyone. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Head on over to Instagram. Find us at Healthy Charleston. Leave us a review on iTunes. If you ever have any topics you want us to talk about or guests you want to bring on, feel free to DM us. Otherwise, thanks again.